Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Recap, the Escapist Weekly Live show about the latest in movies, TV, and streaming. This is episode number 28 for Tuesday, April 4th. My name is Marty Sleva, and already in line for their midnight showings of the Super Mario Brothers movie, it's Nicolandra and Frost. Hmm. How you guys doing? Mario comes out midnight tonight. Are you guys going? Really? Yeah. Are you guys going? Uh, I'm no midnight? big theater guy. Going and, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm at that age. I don't do midnight showings anymore. <laughs> I haven't. The weird thing is, like, midnight showings, like, kind of don't stopped existing. And there would just be, like, 7 p.m. showings the night before and be like, ah, this yeah. is one of the movies. I don't. Yeah. For Mario, it's weird that it's just midnight. I'm like, this is this is a children's movie. The children should be in bed. It is a school night. This isn't a children's movie. This is a movie for adults that still think they're children. So I, for those- say, I, I think it's equally for children and for people who, who have stunted cases of arrest. <laughs> uh, it's, it's for those theaters that serve alcohol about. Let's get a, get a uh, nice 1 a.m. buzz going on. With people drinking alcohol around me. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's Miller time and Mario time. It's, it's just, get the, uh, wow. just get the guy on uh, shrooms and, and as soon as a mushroom pops up on screen, he runs up there like, give me. Yeah, <laughs> Want to go down the war pipe? Uh, hello, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the recap. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, as, as a housekeeping note, Darren is on holiday for the next month, so you won't be seeing him uh, for most of April, uh, but he gets to spend time with family, and he's a go gallivant. He's probably, he might be in a little movie theater seeing Mario as we speak. Um, and we have a great show for you today. We're going we're gonna to talk, as you can see, our main topic. We're going to be talking about uh, our, our preferences when it comes to watching things week to week or, or binging them. Do we like the Stranger Things Netflix model of it's all here at once? Or do we prefer the HBO here's everything weekly? Do we watch things weekly? Do we wait for it all to drop? Do we pull a frost and wait for the entire series to finish before we start? Uh, I also suggested I wait until all the actors are dead before I start watching a show, because then there's no chance of a reboot. So that's the safest thing to do. Not, um, not and we'll anymore, because also... they'll just bring it back with AI. No! <laughs> Could you? Uh, and we'll be talking about a couple couple news bits. Uh, cool trailers that uh, just released for uh, Across the Spider-Verse, Blue Beetle, Secret Invasion. The Barbie trailer just came out. Oh my god, I'm so excited for Barbie. <laughs> um, and then as well as some news, including um, a, sh- a fifth Shrek film. And uh, the the prediction coming true that uh, HBO is imminently announcing uh, a, a Harry Potter reboot TV series, um, and why I think that's a very bad idea. Uh, how how are you guys doing, Nick? This is your first this is your first stream in a while. Yeah, it is like two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Did you? Did you well, I guess you did the IRL one. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, the entire time I was just I was like sitting there, I was like, you know what? Like that web camera and this angle makes me look fat. I need to get on my rowing machine that I've owned for seven months and have not touched. <laughs> I think you should have just sat in the back. It's, I should that's the, It's the, the movie-making magic, like how uh, they made uh, they, they seated Ian McKellen away from <laughs> Elijah Wood, and that's how he looked so much bigger than Elijah Wood. Then, in real life, Ian McKellen, not that much bigger than Elijah Wood. But then Andrew, Andrew Hickenbottom would have yelled that he couldn't hear me the entire time. <laughs> that's that's, that's so vintage sorry. Hickenbottom. I like that uh, Nick concedes to the camera it's like oh i need to work out whereas marty and i go it's pure denial let's go get our better angles instead yeah. <laughs> this yeah, camera's like, a liar i like this angle because you can't see the room <laughs> uh it's like a yeah it's like a changing room mirror it just always <laughs> always makes you look better but yeah no i'm uh it's it kind of like it almost feels weird to be back because i'm like 
how do I set up Restream again? And how do I set up OBS? What do I, what do, I do with <laughs> what my do hands? With yeah, what do I, what do, I do? Uh, has well, been a weird time. You'll be traveling once again. So, but yeah, I've gone to. I've, yeah, that's true. I got to travel again. My my flight for the documentary that we're shooting in two weeks because Kansas City just sucks that much. Uh, I have a five hour layover in Newark before I hit where I'm going. Jersey. So, no, just I don't, drive. I don't. The last place, the last airport I want to sit in for five hours is Newark. You can uh, try to find Casey. That's true. Yeah, you Stop banging on you. doors. You can play you Smash know. without items together. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's how I play Smash. Oh, okay. you're mad for each other. Sweaties. <laughs> he was, he was, he was playing a bunch of Smash while we were out in Milwaukee, and so I, I didn't actually end up having a bed. So one of the, one of the rooms in the Airbnb was like a meat locker because it was like a uh, restored like uh it was uh, a very strange building it was a very strange building it used to be like a store and they turned yeah it, it looked yeah. like one i seen that yeah it yeah. clearly had like a storefront <laughs> so one of the rooms was a meat locker and like the bmv said like oh yeah we have x number of beds well one of the like one of the beds is in the meat locker but it's like a bunk bed and the yeah. bunk <laughs> the bunk like first of all like there's a ladder behind the bed that you had to go up and like I was getting stuck in the ladder trying to get up on top of the bed. And then the uh, the bed is like less than a foot from the roof. And I'm like, man, I'm just going to give myself multiple concussions if I sleep here. So then I, then I went and slept on like a leather futon, which had a bar in the middle. So I was like crunched over that. <laughs> and then I finally is like, I was being stupid the entire time. So I went and slept out on the couch in the living room. And then KC, I can hear him in his room playing smash. Cause you just hear the click clacking of his controller. Like he's gripping this thing right. ready to throw it across <laughs> the room. <laughs> meat lo- meat lock. Did it have hanging cow carcasses like in Rocky? No, but there were, there were like old hooks on the ceiling. Not like, oh, not like the, like super the door sh- wouldn't close from sure. He wasn't a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There might've been oh, yeah. the basement was kind of creepy too. I wouldn't even know they had a basement. Uh, also, I want to point out, you know, uh, you could, you could, there were hotels. You could, <laughs> hotels are pretty cheap in Milwaukee. <laughs> they have beds. Yeah. They have doors. Yeah, but then I'd have to go back and forth from the Airbnb and have to Uber instead of just riding a Jack's minivan. And you should have done what I did, and it. Uh, I don't go have to friends college there. Go to college there in 2004 and make uh, lifelong friends that you could stay at their place. <laughs> See? I like I like that. That works. Why yeah, did you just yeah. sleep on the floor at that point? Is no one here a floor well, sleeper? Well, well, Jack, Jack. Well, I slept on the floor at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Jack, Jack. Also, me, hotels available. Also, hotels Jack brought available. me an air mattress, and I was just too lazy to blow it up. That's me. <laughs> on uh, you for a whole <laughs> year. On me. For a whole year, I slept on a deflated air mattress. Just wouldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I, they, they, they uh, everybody gave me something from their room for their Airbnb and I got a blanket that was too short that didn't even cover my feet. So, you know, it worked out. Oh, it's adorable. Also, <laughs> just a blanket. I'm just saying all of these things, No, all of these things could have been fixed. Oh, it's adorable. Oh. We, 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 are, we are working on a budget. Go fund our super chats and then I can get a blanket. Let's get Nick a bigger blanket. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, I you know, it's funny it. though. Like Jesse, Jesse brought gifts for everybody and the gift he brought oh. me was a blanket. And I was like, that's cool. I got it on the last day. <laughs> oh, that been... <laughs> that's right. And then I left it there on Exodus. So Jesse, Jesse, if you're watching this, bring me my blanket. <laughs> Jesse, um, oh Jesse is the world's best gift giver. It is crazy. He gave, he gave out gifts 
that were like personal and meant something in the way like wow. Galadriel gave out gifts to the members of the fellowship. Oh, who got who got three of Jesse's hairs? <laughs> I got Lambus bread. It was uh, it was it was wonderful. Uh, and uh, speaking of donos, Paul size with two dollar dono. Thank you so much. Donation gold to binge One Piece. Frost already did it. Frost gets all the money in his account. You? I've got a head start. Isn't like uh, Frost watched episodes? all of One Piece. He watched One Piece at three times speed. This was the first story Jamate and I ever had on our first, very first stream of Frost. I love that the fish Ooh. keeps getting bigger. Wait, you watched it? <laughs> Did you really watch it at three x speed? No, is that at my at my most that I could manage was two point five, and so oh. eight hundred and fifty some episodes it's in two weeks. And I'd made a cardboard box where I could just lay down and have it, yeah. have it just above me, yeah. my phone. That is. Depression chamber. It really was. <laughs> great at those before. Uh, and Husky Highlander or the file are donor. Thank you so much. Nick's Hotel Fund. Thank you so much, Highlander. Uh, and as you can see, we have a new donation goal. We've brought money on from the the, the overlap from the other one. And uh, we decided we're going to make it a community choice game. And so we're going to do some streams of, of Frost playing a game. You guys choose. Ooh. It'll be Frost. It'll be some of us. That's we'll safe for work. It. No work. We'll turn it into a hoot nanny. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure out how to do the. Maybe it'll be like we'll create a list. Like we'll do a poll, and then we'll like narrow it down to like ten of them or something, and then you guys will vote on that. So we'll, make we'll, we'll make it that. make it something I've never played before. Like, yeah, make it good. And make it something that's kind of horned up. Kind of horned up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, slight, slightly something horny. Uh, guys, do you want to go over the news quick? Oh yeah, we talk about films here. Yeah, we do. We yeah. talk about we talk about uh, films. It's been we been talk so about long. Television. I forgot what this podcast was about. <laughs> I, was about I thought, I thought like it was about a- my hotel funds. I mean, that's there's movies about hotel funds. Um, So I brought it up earlier. uh, News uh, broke. It it isn't official yet, but it's uh, expected that next week HBO will officially uh, announce a Harry Potter reboot series um, in the works on HBO Max. And it would be uh, a show where each season is is uh, telling one of the seven books. Um, So ostensibly just rebooting the Harry Potter franchise. Some, they said some involvement from JK Rowling. She wouldn't be the showrunner, but she'd be like the supervisor, the the Karen of the, of the show. Uh, So uh, uh, one, do you guys think this is a good idea? And do you guys think this could be a hit? And uh, two, uh, if you do, you are wrong. And I think this is going to be a disaster. (laughs) Let's let's just separate jk from the reboot of this just because you know we've talked about her enough but this is like a movie franchise that's relatively like had a solid eight movies like that were all good a great casting why why reboot it why not just tell us something new god i'm so so fucking sick of this how many episodes per season i'm done i had enough uh (laughs) they haven't they haven't said officially but hbo shows are usually eight to ten eight to ten per book but why? Yeah, why yeah. are we? Why They're gonna we... have full episodes where he's being sad in his closet. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I mean, feel the uh, the 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 movie books were the proper, you know, the proper length. I think they had everything that they needed to, especially as someone who has read the books. Any further detail, you're gonna have to show me uh, depressing Harry. You're gonna have to show me more flashbacks of his mom and dad. You're gonna have to show me uh, class. Really? Like, I don't, I don't want any of that. It's also weird because, like, the first two books are, like, just children's books. And then by the end of it, it's, like, a story about, like, oh, I mean, they're all, yeah. But, like, by the end, the themes are, like, we need to stand up to fascism. Like, (laughs) that kind of thing. Uh, I think it is insane for 
I, I think it will be impossible for them. Like it, the 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 iconography, the music, and the casting, I think, are so solidified in these characters that the idea of less than twenty years later trying to like, so you're going to have a theme that isn't the John Williams music, like you're going to try to make a song that isn't like that John Williams score is like inseparable from the idea of Harry Potter. The set design of like how they made Hogwarts look is, is inseparable from, from Harry Potter. Like the casting of those three leads, like this seems like such a, a nearsighted idea. And I just can't imagine, I can't imagine this being a, a critical or commercial success. Like, I just don't know. I don't know what this is for other than, well, we got to make money off of it. Yeah. What if they made it modern? Modern sensibilities. I mean, how, like, how, like, instead of being in the 90s, it takes place now? Wait, was it the 90s? I thought it was further back. It takes place in the 90s. No. Yeah. In JK's uh, writing, I think she didn't have what? Didn't have toilets or some, something like that? Well, Modernized. No, <laughs> well, I mean, they have toilets, like, in the real world, because, like, just whenever they go to the real away. world. Yeah, they use, uh, use Levy Pupiosa. See, I, yeah. I, could, um, I could see it if it's like what happened to Harry after, you know? That's the thing. That. It's like not, not doing it all. There's over other, it, like, they could have done what Lord of the Rings has done or what, um, you know, Game of Thrones has done with, like, tell another story in that universe. You could tell, like, the generation of, of Barry's parents or the next generation. Like, I think the problem the is, like, they. The Fantastic Beasts had diminishing returns and ended up being kind of a failure. Um, ultimately, like they did not finish telling their story, and each one made less money and and was less well regarded. Uh, and then, like they could do that cursed child thing, but like none of those actors want to work with J.K. Like want to be associated with J.K. Rowling anymore. So, um, and it just it 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 seems crazy to me. Like I don't know when you have these movies there. Like this seems. It's like the same thing we were talking about. Like, are they gonna like remake Lord of the Rings? Like, they're they're making more Lord of the Rings movies, but like, I'm like, are you just gonna do those things again from from 20 years ago? Um, and it's funny because Frosty mentioned uh, the news just broke that they're doing a live action Moana, like, and the Rocket is involved. And like, this movie came out like six years ago. What are we doing? Like, why? Maybe they're taking that serious that we have no short-term memory anymore. It's kind of like what I bring up, like, every time we end up talking about these big franchises, like, Jesus, like, if you want, like, a good new magic show, create something new inspired by Harry Potter and go with it. (laughs) Like, there's no, there's no constraints to the movies that you were tied with. You can create new characters, cast new people, make something new and fresh. We keep like retreading this old stuff that's like had conclusions. I don't get it. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't even thought about Embracer like rebooting the Lord of the Rings movies from that trilogy and like expanding it out or something like that. Making, yeah, oh god, we're gonna get the Lord of the Rings verse. Oh no, yay, oh, no, I love a good multiverse. Oh no, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I only watch films with multiverse tie ins. Oh, well, your luck because we got a lot of them now. Hey. Well, I shouldn't have come home. <laughs> I should have never left that airport. Are there no multiverses in it, Wisconsin? It was it was better when I was in the airport because I was so tired. Oh. I just zombied out and I didn't. Yeah, there you like, go. I literally yeah. just sat at a table. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think no. about anything. I just I just was in space in time. You're in the zone. You're in the you zone. Joke. <laughs> yeah, you, you joke, but like being in the ER was rather therapeutic. There was just nothing <laughs> to think about. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, SBS Guru with a five euro donation. They also announced a 
excuse me, a Starfleet, uh, Starfleet Academy show doing to be set in the 32nd century and about nothing but teenage drama bullshit. I can't wait there to have, not watch has it. Has there ever been like a teenage entry in like a long running franchise that has ever done good? Wait, what do you mean teenage entry? Like taking something and being like, oh, we're going to do now, now do a teenage, teenage version of it. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Tiny uh, Toons. No. Tiny Toons was cool. I mean, those were children. Teen, Muppet teen Babies. Titans. Those were babies. Oh, Team Titans. I guess that's Teen Titans. If that counts, yeah. People, people love, love Teen Titans. Yeah. I know uh, right. Casey loves Teen One Titans. It usually million. doesn't go well the other way, you know, like Scrubs. But... Oh, like uh, taking the uh, like revisiting the characters later on. Yeah, the whole like it's the same show, but now a young, super younger cast with a whole different set of yeah. problems. Like, uh... yeah, Rebels kind of has a teenage energy to it. Star Wars Smallville. Rebels. Someone said Smallville. Smallville. People like Smallville. I never watched Smallville. Yeah, I only like large vills, <laughs> just very, very big vills. Um, so yeah, we'll probably have there'll be probably more news on this because I think they said during an investors call next week they're expecting this to be officially announced. Um, HBO's weird, man, because like it's such a frustrating company because like on one hand they're giving us like really incredible. TV in the form of like The Last of Us and House of the Dragon and Barry and Succession and, and all the stuff like that. And then on the other hand, they're doing all these insane bullshit things like like the the whatever the fuck is happening with DC, which may be for the best um, with, uh, you know, with with uh, James Gunn taking over and then removing shows from their services and, and, and canceling things uh, unceremoniously. So, uh, yeah, a strange, a strange company. I guess I can't get too mad, though, at like mining ip when the things i just mentioned are like the the last of us and like three of my favorite shows of the past year have been the last of us Andor, and house of the dragon and those uh, you know those are all built on existing properties adaptations of big things or different takes on them in terms yeah of Andor, i mean so. like i like a, you know a hogwarts show sounds good to me i just you know honestly like just don't <laughs> Don't retell me the stories we already saw in the movies that uh, are good. Hey, enough. I'm with them there. Yeah. yeah no. uh, strange. Boy, I tell you what, this is a strange time that we live in. But I think it's a little different, as mentioned. Uh, so we're happy about a Resident Evil 4 remake, but not a Harry Potter remake. The, the yeah. thing about games is that it's new just, technology yeah. makes the game feel different, whereas retelling the story through a show formatting, like what more can you do with this story? You know? Yeah. As, yeah, but my thing is like... Uh, or Resident Evil 4 remake isn't a complete recasting of everybody. It's not retelling you a story you've already played. It's it is the same story. It's just in a new format. Like it's not. But I mean, that's what this is going to be, right? Yeah. No, because this is a completely new cast. Like you're, you're getting a new Harry Potter. I mean, it's literally a new cast in Resident same Evil. Story. Well, it's the same cast of characters in the game. It's just different voice actors. But I mean, it's going to be the same characters in the Harry Potter. I don't film. care enough to go argue over this. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm not trying to argue. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to unpack why I don't. Why I am perfectly fine with video game remakes, but why this makes me throw up in my mouth. I like, think it has more to do with the time. So, like, um, the Mummy with Brendan Fraser, that being a reboot of the other Mummy, whereas like the technology, the cinematography, everything had changed like so much. Even the story had changed. That's the kind of remake that I'm okay with, whereas it's the same in Resident Evil, just the gap between the tech has changed so much, and yeah. they can even go back and say, you know, these were some weird parts that we could have probably fixed, but the Harry Potter, uh, the movies, is to me Brendan Fraser's mummy, 
like there's just not that sizable enough of a gap i just think uh having a remake of that material like nick said i i would like more of the story sure i could see you know more around hogwarts but having the exact same thing in a show format i'm almost wondering if it's because of the excitement for the percy jackson tv show because that was a film yeah, those two films it's a disney plus thing. bad it's me i'm excited for it <laughs> okay <laughs> all right you're, you're on the same boat as me as the aragon show so i get you yeah, i get your i get, your I get another attempt at love but i'm also <laughs> with nick where it's like if you don't want to be fully creative and make your own new harry potter there's a lot of other high fantasy books like where's um uh was it the these philosophers the immortal Nicol- nicholas flamel there's a lot of books the Wizards My Rangers Apprentice series. Where are those coming from? If only. No, they're not going to do those. They need to but make I, a. They need to make a series based on the Chronicles of Narnia video game. Oh, not again. Honestly, like, <laughs> get, like yeah, I can't believe we haven't got like a Chronicles of Narnia like TV series yet. Because only one of those yeah. movies is any good, right? <laughs> yeah, and there's so many books for it. Actually, I'm amazed that they haven't. And they could totally make a better looking lion nowadays. Mm-hmm. Get a real lion. <laughs> get a real one, yeah. even. Ooh, yeah, hey, bring it from hey. the zoo. Oh. teach him to talk yeah I, I i just yeah i try not to be i think i've said it before like i try not to be overly cynical about you know big franchise stuff but man it's just it's just hard not to be yeah like, I, you just you smell like you used to like think of a big franchise like star wars or whatever and like man like this is a big event thing i'm looking forward to it i know it's gonna be good for the most part uh, but now it's just like the, the stink of money is on these things so much that it just doesn't feel like uh, I don't know genuine earnest whatever you want to say yeah, about it it's just yeah. it's just like yeah we're rebooting this because we need a new harry potter that's younger and is going to be able to be in eight seasons of a tv show so people stick around subscribe to hbo max forever <laughs> oh god it's when you start referring to the franchise by name instead of like yeah. the films and like, it starts to get a little weird i mean like we're even getting you know a sequel to gladiator from really scott finally and i'm like why <laughs> and we're getting a sequel to heat let me let me tell you i'm what? fine with these 80 year old these <laughs> old ass directors making sequels of their big movies before they die I, i'm actually I'm, I'm actually fine with heat 2 and gladiator 2 I, i'm oh. i'm fine with them i'm just like like nobody went and watched uh which i'm gonna call it from really scott uh the last, oh, the last, the last duel. duel. Yeah, and that's uh, a great movie. <laughs> it was weirdly marketed. It was weirdly marketed. It was a good wasn't movie. marketed at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. trailer for it. Have fun. I didn't know what that was about. Weird. Uh, Jack Wiggins with a two dollar dono. Thank you so much, Jack Frost. Is right. Give me a Rangers Apprentice show. I don't know what that is. You know, is that oh, like a YA a, series. I don't know about. It's a, yeah, actually, that's exactly what it is. I, uh, I grew like up I, on those. I feel like I read that, read one of those books. What's the first no, book? Give me Animorphs. I want, I want, I want like, men animals. Just called yeah. Where's the animals? It's actually really dark too. Oh my yeah. goodness, yeah. <laughs> that, that kind of a series. I think I'm now high fantasy cynical, but it's rubbed off because I did Darren's D and D video mm-hmm. in that little bit where he says uh, everybody's chasing after Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings, and then he riffs off a bunch of shows and films that are also high fantasy that never took off, and I went wow america really doesn't like high fantasy but they have so much high fantasy what's up with that where is seinfeld <laughs> what's the what's deal with high fantasy yeah. <laughs> i did read the rangers apprentice i did I only, so read good. The, I only read the first book the ruins yeah. of gorland what a name mm. never heard I, of I, you, know what, you know what that. you know what book series i want adapted uh american chillers <laughs> <laughs> what? what is that? Is you, that don't, like, you don't remember R.L. Stein? Was that like no, store brand? Oh, like, yeah. Uh, no, it was oh, better it was, than Goosebumps. <laughs> and it was just R.L. Stein? It, it, no, it was, it was, it was not. I don't think it was R.L. Stein. It was uh, who was it? 
Uh, da, 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 Christopher Wright, Jonathan. Do you guys Land. ever? Do you guys ever watch? Uh, that was a show. Though. Do you guys ever watch Wheel of Fortune? Used to, yeah. What about it? So it's weird how in the final puzzle they give people a couple free letters, right. and those free letters are R S T L N E. And if you just read that out, it's just R L Stein. Yeah. Like, what's the deal with that? That's big R L Stein energy. <laughs> like, do you think R L Stein owns that show? Do you think R L Stein is Pat Sajak? If he's a he's a backer. Oh, okay. I, we're gonna have we're gonna have, we're gonna have more on this. We're gonna dig deeper into this. That's gonna be the next design delve is gonna be what's going on with R L Stein. <laughs> For us, the, the show you were thinking, they made a Goosebumps show. I think it was on Netflix. Yeah, they, haven't made it. they have not made it. Made a Goosebumps movie too with Jack Black. Yeah, that's true. I, I think. think. Yeah. What? No. Yeah, let's start. Let's let's start digging for other IPs. Uh, let's leave the <laughs> Harry Potter one alone. There's a lot of other things I would have liked to have seen as a film or as a TV show. You let's know, give what, Aragon another chance. <laughs> what I'm quietly excited for, even though I know none of the lore and I don't give a shit about it really, is the uh, that uh, Chris Evans Warhammer 40k series. Or oh, is it Chris Evans? Not Chris know? Evans. What's his name? Uh, uh, Henry Cavill. Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm, I don't know anything I'm about Warhammer. I'm excited to see a high production series on that because like, Warhammer always reminds me of uh, Gears of War. It's kind of so, kind of similar. seems like it's a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of goopy boys coming from the ground and big big meaty men slapping meat, having to fight them. Hmm. So yeah, that's my that's my take on it. Uh, Old Hunter, thank you so much for being a tip jar for four months. I recently stopped binging, and it helps me savor the good stuff. Binging just makes everything feel like content. Also, thanks to Frost for a great substitute work this week. Oh, you're doing great, Frost. I've been, um, been everybody. I'm being everybody. <laughs> you have been everybody. Uh, before we before we get to the binging, um, did you did you guys get a chance to watch these new trailers? Sp- uh, Across the Spider Verse, Blue Beetle. Secret Invasion. I haven't watched yep. Across the Spider-Verse yet because I saw it came out at like 4 a.m. last night for some reason. It did, it did come out at like 4 a.m. Uh, so, right uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll do live, uh, live watch on this. Uh, just going through them quick, uh, Across the Spider-Verse uh, looks every bit as incredible as the first one did. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this movie. It seems like they're taking the like incredibly stylish animation and ratcheting it up even more to the point where like they are constantly switching styles and and in single shots you'll have characters that are animated wildly different you know to to sort of um represent the different spider-men um incredible shots of like the ps you know the ps5 version of spider-man speaking to the 90s cartoon version of spider-man speaking to like the old steve ditko spider-man with like the little like line work um movie looks the movie looks like really fucking cool um and i'm excited that's a big old two-parter i get excited for two-parters really yeah yeah two in the title oh because it's got two in the title yeah (laughs) uh but yeah what did uh what did you guys think of it I guess what Frost did. You, <laughs> I saw you oh, that's right. You didn't okay. watch it. Well, yeah. Uh, if anything, uh, it speaks to it speaks more to it because I watched Secret Invasion trailer first. Okay. And I go, oh god, what's happening here? And then I see the Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse one, and I go, this is what it felt like to me when I first got into Marvel. I was like, very, very obviously, it's showing you what it's about right there at face value he's struggling therapist who was it? i don't know who was the guidance counselor going oh he's got a secret he's lying to you don't you know oh, yeah, like, yeah the, give me parents. that not i have to save the world it's like i have to hide from my parents that's <laughs> more so i like those smaller intimate dramas i guess he's getting sure a b in spanish he's getting a b in spanish and his and his mother's hispanic but that's the kind of drama <laughs> that's, that's why my I, soaps that's why i love logan so much it's a small scale story 
It really yeah. is, isn't it? That's what made me so sad. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn, and he has cancer. I've, I've rewatched uh, that movie like seven times. I love it. I'm, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic for the new Indiana Jones because James Mangold. He, has, he doesn't, he doesn't really movies. miss. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Spider-Verse uh, looks looks really cool. Um, it, I'll, I'll be curious to see if it'll have the same impact as the original, if only because the original feels like it came out of left field and like fucking sucker punched everyone and then kind of left an imprint on on animation going forward. Like the, the most recent Puss in Boots movie, uh, Bad Guys. Um, like you, you could see it's Spider-Verse's thumbprint is like, raising the bar for animation yeah. and letting letting like other studios be like oh we can like take risks and we can like we don't have to settle not for that kind of like like pixar yeah not everything has to look out, like knock off like dreamworks shit like you know we like oh, the pixar movies that. always look good but that. then you had like shark tale and like yeah. all those like <laughs> would, just just out here I'm, I'm going to film jail too alongside video game jail i love <laughs> the knock off pixar like hoodwinked god that was so good oh my god hoodwinked. Oh, so it is ooh. I just saw Little Red Riding Hood. That don't look good at all. It's great. Uh, speaking of other trailers, uh, for us, you mentioned Secret Invasion. Uh, that's the, you know, Marvel is clearly kind of trying to pump the brakes a little bit. Certain things are being delayed out of the year. Later on in the year uh, being pushed. Uh, however, in May, we're getting uh, the Secret Invasion series, which from this trailer looks really cool. Um, it it f- tonally seems like they're going for Winter Soldier, like espionage trust no one spy thriller yeah, the, you the know production values looked a little bit closer to something like rogue one or, i mean uh andor level of production level, which uh, yeah like the very least that they're slowing this stuff down to add more budget in production but we'll see yeah, i mean that's that's the thing right is it's like well, well you know you can make a good trailer and then have the thing be uh because uh, like, moon knight looked <laughs> yeah yeah and even the, that's the thing is like I'm stoked for this cast. So I'm like, Oh my God, it's Olivia Coleman and, and Mila Clark from game of Thrones. And like, all like every, the, like the cast looks, looks incredible, but you know, we've, we've had that happen before. Like Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac were like an incredible, uh, incredible pairing. So, um, yeah, we'll see. This is, uh, you know, after guardians of the galaxy, we're getting, so guardians three is may, this is June. Um, I'm assuming Loki season two is going to be after this because, uh, it's directly teased at the end of uh, quantum mania. Um, but then we're not getting another movie till um, the Marvels in November. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I hope secret invasion is good, but um, Marvel, tell you what. Marvel, Marvel has a, is in a timeout for me. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, I'm still consuming it. everything, but like they're in timeout. <laughs> Dude, did so watching that trailer and seeing, uh, was it Samuel L. Jackson with his big old beard and his yeah. little, little beanie? Does that not make you want to see him as some kind of sailor? Give me the Dredge movie with with him as. Oh my god! Character. I well, he would make a, he would make a great look, sailor. Look, look a great sailor in that. Oh my god! Do you give me the Jaws reboot? Put him, him on a again. dinghy. <laughs> get the, get that man a dinghy. <laughs> uh, and then the last trailer, the one that probably surprised me the most because I went in with zero expectations because i know nothing about this hero uh was blue beetle which um is <laughs> one of the final uh dc movies that sort of they're slowly squirting out before they i don't think i should say squirting out that's a weird Pardon? way to that's a weird way to phrase it. uh but you know the the final of the old guard dc movies that's coming out um before the complete reboot um the movie looks really fun <laughs> 
like I think the trailer oh. looks really fun. I didn't know anything about this Blue Beetle character, but I like the family dynamics in it. And shout out to uh, a direct reference to Cloud's Buster Sword hmm. in the video. Oh uh, yeah, that's he creates, he creates yeah, the sword, yeah. and it's just yeah. it's just Cloud's sword. Yeah, I'll bring up my uh, talking point from a few weeks ago where I said like James Gunn is kind of putting himself behind this movie and that's either telling me it's going to be quality or he's just shelling for his job now. <laughs> yeah, like maybe that's part of I, it is And like, that's what I don't know about. I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I like the look of it. I, I went, I just watched the trailer. I didn't realize it was DC. Went, oh, mm. this is super vibrant, super colorful, super yeah. playful. I, I kind of like the tone for it. Uh, the only thing, if anything... Uh, I wish Robert Rodriguez was attached to it, mm. and maybe that's because I've recently watched Spy Kids three again. But <laughs> man, though, whenever people say there's no Hispanic superheroes, it's like we had Spy Kids before anyone else. Those were our superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you uh, speaking of Robert Rodriguez? I just watched a trailer. Uh, ben Affleck's in a new movie that he's directing called Hypnotic. That looks pretty cool. Looks like a weird like mind fuck of a. Ooh, uh, like kind of sci-fi thriller. Jeez, Ben Affleck's busy. Books. He's got air coming out and that. Right? Yeah, Affleck, yeah. Affleck don't sleep. Like he just uh, made Argo. What's he doing? That was 10 that years was 10 ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> he just made the remake to Argo. He, he just made Goodwill Hunting. What is he doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but Blue Beetle, I like, like, I, I, I know uh, Frost in particular has had some strong opinions towards George Lopez. But um, I thought he was he was we- weaponized well <laughs> in this trailer. He's in the trailer. Uh, oh, I need to go back. Uh, yeah, he's like the grandpa. Oh, I, only uh, a couple, or, I only watched a couple. I only watched a couple of the trailer. The end. Um, the, the last goof is uh, perfect. He just calls Batman a fascist, which oh. um, I'm a big fan of. I feel like my uh, like my grandpa would also think Batman was a fascist. So. Possibly, yeah. yeah if, I, if you're gonna have quippers, he's a good quipper. That's kind of his issue in other films, is yeah. if he needs to have meaningful dialogue, he's he's not worth a damn. But if you're yeah. just gonna be quipping, yeah, let's go. So do you just, say, is this movie a follow-up to Lopez v. Lopez, Dawn of Justice? I hope not. <laughs> I can't unless believe they, you have a whole podcast about Unless Lopez. they, yeah, we did, didn't we? <laughs> unless they Uncle Ben him, I don't want that follow-up. Yeah, let's <laughs> Uncle Ben him. Uncle Ben as in uh, Spider-Man's Uncle Ben, not the delicious rice. The del- amazing rice, yeah, no. Yeah. Uncle Ben, I mean, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the last thing uh, is is more of just a reminder that um, Star Wars Celebration is this weekend, uh, which uh, means that starting Friday, going through the weekend, we should be getting news and trailers of uh, Star Wars new movies, um, TV shows, maybe like Ahsoka trailer or Skeleton Crew or The Acolyte. Um, and then finally some news, you know, there's there's been constant shifting and scuttlebutt about what the hell their movie plan is. So um yeah, I don't know what to expect from it. Probably looks at those those shows because I know they're some of those shows are either finished uh, production or or um, mid production. So uh, I'm imagining looks at those and then maybe some concrete news on movies that'll probably end up being canceled down the road because <laughs> that's what's happened with every Star Wars movie uh, in the past five years. <clears throat> Man, what happened to Star Wars movies? What was going on? Right. 2015, it was like we're getting one every year, like clockwork. And that's that's that. And then they got to the rise of Skywalker and there was like, we don't know what we're doing. And so we're going to pump the brakes. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> I mean, that's rise of Skywalker happened. Yeah. And yeah. I guess it's then the pandemic and Disney Plus, And they were like, oh, everyone loves the Mandalorian. We'll just shove these down your throat. And now everyone's like, no more Obi-Wan. We don't want it. I'm uh, yeah, I'm curious. Oh. I'm curious how the numbers are doing for Mando season three, because I feel like nobody's talking about it on social media this time. 
I have seen it. People are upset. (laughs) (laughs) People are mad. People are talking about it. Just not saying Um, nice things. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's It's making it harder to watch. It's not very good right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying. Like, but my my recaps are doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, so so maybe there's there's some interest in it. Um, we're no one's like turning the love clicks and the hate clicks now. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like. Yeah, I don't think it's like capital B bad or capital A awful. Um, it's just, mad. but it's it's not sparking the same joy that I've wanted from some of those aforementioned shows like like Andor and uh, The Last of Us and uh, and House of the Dragon and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mando just needs to find his sister and they need to kiss. What? No, it's Andor that? that's looking for his sister. Mando. Oh yeah. Oh, you can't even keep your shows straight. It's Mando. And no, 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 no. I was thinking of no. I want to talk about Mando. That's how you're going to improve Mando. He just needs a secret sister. Yeah, like in House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon's we're, great. We're circling all the way back to incest again, Morty. Why are you doing this? No, so it's made Game of Thrones. <laughs> that's because what, that's what happened with House of the Dragon. Man, remember House of the Dragon? I do. I try great. not to. You try? <laughs> Too many dragons? Just wake up. Ah, crab. <laughs> Get the crab, crab feeder out of here. <laughs> crab cake feeder. Uh, so speaking of all those shows... Um, that sort of leads us into our main topic of of how do we consume Rec five television in <laughs> in the the year of our lord twenty twenty three. Um, it's it's funny because uh, I mean TV growing up it was a you either are here to watch it at this very specific time on this very specific day, or you just got to make peace with like well I'm just not going to be able to see every episode and so I'll just have to fill in the fill in the gaps uh whereas now it's um you just have a choice you can you can choose to tune in uh every single day or every single week and and watch the episodes live and be part of the conversation uh or you can just wait until the season is done and consume it all at once and, and go to the trough and just gorge yourself until you vomit and then you're ready <laughs> you're ready for the next show so uh i guess start with nick like how do you uh, uh are you are you more of a week-to-week guy or do you prefer yeah, like the Netflix thing when an entire season drops and you're able to just spend a weekend and breeze through something. Um, I've definitely I, I used to be that way, mostly in college, because you know when you have nothing to do after studies, you just sit down and watch stuff until you fall asleep yeah. and go through the next day. But uh, most recently, like I've very much preferred the weekly stuff because it just feels like I I can just check stuff off for that week and kind of be done with <laughs> it and not have to like invest my. T- it's kind of weird to say, but like not invest my time into it, even though I am still doing the same thing. But sure, you know, like you know, we're watching Yellow Jackets right now. We're watching uh, Mando. Yeah, Mando. I'm trying to remember what else is on TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm doing week to week with Succession. I'm doing week to week with Ted Lasso. Um, yeah. You know, got done with shrinking and swarm and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah there's a lot to consume right now. Yeah, because it's kind of like become the same problem that I have with games, where like if I wait too long to play it, then it goes on the backlog, and then I have to invest, you know, time to play it when there's new stuff coming out that I can't keep up with, and then you fall behind. And you yeah, know, it's it's a unique, maybe more of a unique problem to us because of our jobs. But um, I just like. Yeah, I, I very much prefer the weekly schedule these days over binging stuff. Because like I have a my Netflix list is like two pages long of like shows I want to watch, and I'm like, fuck, like you know, either gotta binge this or space it out enough, <laughs> and then 
like when can I make time to space it out enough? Like if I just watch one episode a night, but then I get caught yeah. up on Yellow Jackets and all that on Sunday or whatever, and I'm like, oh fuck, now I'm behind on all that. And yeah, it's yeah. too much content. <laughs> TMC, yeah. back to college. <laughs> I need to go back. Uh, Frost, how do you how do you feel about this stuff? I know you've you've recently uh, you seem like a big binger when it comes to like your own little projects. You're like, oh, I'm gonna watch all these Will Smith movies, or like you just you mentioned in the doc, you you burn through all the rocky movies like <laughs> is that sort of like do you do you have kind of like an obsessive uh, th- not in a pejorative sense but uh, like like where you get fixated on something and want to just devote your your time or your week to that thing i think that's almost uh, a fault of the algorithm because after watching rocky one it's just gonna go hey would you like to watch this film that's just like rocky one it's yeah. called rocky two so i might be falling prey to that but no, I, I did that as a kid as well i remember the first time finding out about rocky i was like what, what is this I'm seeing it and it's like there's another one and another one so i went and found all of those in that sense i do like having the choice i think and when my choice is available i do tend to binge but if it's out of my control i prefer the weekly for the social and for the cultural interaction i do feel like it stays in the air longer and if i fell behind i can catch up because we're only it's been three weeks and we're only three episodes in you know i I do i enjoy that more it's almost like as if i was a child and you asked do you want veggies or do you want sugar always i will always want the sugar but it's it's nicer when it's kind of veggies are kind of forced away you know yeah yeah i mean there's definitely the uh you know something leaves a much bigger cultural footprint if it's spread over the course of two months or whatever if everyone's talking about it week to week that's you know, it felt like that with The Last of Us and, and Andor and House of the Dragon and stuff like that, even the, the Lord of the Rings show. Um, whereas, like, when Stranger Things comes out, it feels like it's the center of conversation for a weekend. And then everyone moves on to something else, which is crazy because Netflix spends so much money on that. Like, it is insane to me that that it's still they just drop it all at once because it just feels like it it doesn't. Like the way people consume things is it's immediately on to the next one. Whereas if you're, you know, spreading it out over the course of two months, like you, people can't do that. And so, and like you said, Frost, it also gives people a chance to get on board halfway through a season and then get caught up and then be able to be part of the excitement of, you know, week to week theorizing or sort of like the, you know, the water cooler, you know, mentality, whether that's online yeah. with your pals or on a show like this. Um, you know, I think it's good for us. Weekly is good for us in in our job because you again, you spread every week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I kind of, I, 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 I think like all things in my life, it all leads back to Lost, which is a show <laughs> that I have yeah. such fond memories of watching <laughs> weekly. And like to me, that show, so much of it was like watching it with my my pals in college, and then talking about it and theorizing about it, and then like going on the fucking message boards, man. Was I on the law? I was plugged was into the lost message boards. It was I, wild. I can, uh, yeah, like uh, I'm waiting for like all of the bad batch to be done because I will yeah. watch that because it's like it's it's so it's so weird. Like it makes logically makes zero sense, but I feel like just because they're shorter episodes, not such a huge time investment, you know. And, and I mean, like, you asked me to because I just started Succession last night finally. Oh, like, nice. You know, I watched the first episode. Well, am I gonna watch another episode last night? And I was like. No, yeah. like I'll just watch another one tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I yeah, I used to be I used to be the binger. I'd find a show, I'd get stuck on it and just stick with it. But yeah, I think like that was probably closer to the time when like this stuff really started kicking off with like the premium age of media. 
And yeah, now, yeah. And now like I used to like binge a show like Daredevil or, or you know The Punisher or whatever because I knew it was going to be good. And now like there's so many options that we're kind of like almost pretty much in the same issue that we have with video games where like 90% of it's okay and then the temp top 10% is good and worth binging or waiting for. Yeah. I also feel like week to, week to week makes shines a brighter light on a good show. It does. But uh, week to week hurts a show with flaws. I feel like week to week hurt Rings of Power. Absolutely. Because we were like, especially, I mean, we were directly comparing it to like House of the Dragon, but it was one of those things where like the flaws really stuck out and it would be like, you spent the entire episode with this. Like, this is how you chose to spend your time. Whereas I think if I just sat down and watched all of Rings of Power, then you, it's, it's much easier to sort of gloss over bumpy patches or, or slow episodes. Yeah, but or, you don't have time to think about it individually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Best, really. So yeah. I always like, I always like, I don't know a show like stranger things. I don't know how like individual episodes, like what the pacing of that show is, or like, I don't know which episodes are good and which episodes are not in my, it just gloms together into one thing that well, I spend I mean, a weekend on every the, year and a half. I'll go back. I'll spend a weekend watching it. And then I just won't think about it at all. I, I feel like a lot of these shows are designed to be binged now because every episode ends with that cliffhanger of, I have to know exactly yeah. what happens next. And it's not like an yeah, individualized yeah. episode where like Mandalorian right now is week to week and not every episode has a big cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. This, this past week's episode had a really big hit cliffhanger. And I'm like, man, I want that next sure. episode now. Cause I kind of want to know what's going on. Yeah. Here. It also gives uh, each episode has like individuality. So with like Mandalorian, you know, no matter what you think of these episodes, you can be like, oh, there was, you know, the spooky one in the cave where they saw the mythosaur. And then there was the dumb one where they had to chase the bird um, or the last of us. You're like, oh, it was the Bill and Frank episode or the, the cannibal episode. Mm-hmm. Whereas, again, I keep going back to Stranger Things because well, you could say Wednesday too, like either of those shows, sort of the Netflix model. I don't know. Like, do any episodes have identities? Like, is there ever like, oh, that one episode? I I don't know. Even when I think of like the Netflix, (laughs) the Netflix Marvel shows, which I like, I enjoyed Jessica Jones and Punisher and and, uh, Daredevil and stuff. But like, I don't remember like individual episodes. I think of it as one. Yeah, I remember individual uh, scenes from episodes. Like the crazy hallway fights or whatever, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I see. I see what you're getting out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it also, I think it just comes down to what kind of show you have, but that might be really harder to see after the mm-hmm. fact. So, like Sherlock, it was what three episodes for one season? Yeah, those five, like British five shows. Years in between. Yeah. And I'm like, the, yes, the, the, those British didn't... series do the like. We'll do it. We'll we'll give you just a little bit, and then we'll peace out for a couple. And then of years. we'll peace out for a while. Talk about yeah. talk amongst yourselves. I want to yeah. go do things, <laughs> and, and like that, that's just how that goes. It's, which is kind of why I'm okay with the Stranger Things. Just drop it all because you will talk amongst yourself for a while as yeah. the memes come through, as as whatever happens. You know, Metallica and uh, running running up that hill and all, all yeah, that good stuff. Yeah, do on it. But I also, yeah, I also do like the the, the weekly ones. It just, I think you have to get lucky. Mm-hmm. I think uh, someone has to have incredible forethought, foresight to go, this is something I want weekly, or this is something that I want to be dropped because I know we're going to talk about it for so long. Right? That yeah, is just, yeah. That's a hard call to make. Yeah, is there Has there ever been like a show that was just dropped full season that the internet's just gone wild about for months at a time and not just that weekend? No, because like, like Wednesday was the biggest thing in America for, or the biggest 
Squid Game, same thing. Biggest thing for a week. The, the you know what's you know what's funny about those shows? Like the memes about those shows live on longer than the shows themselves. Yeah, and, yeah. Because like I see um, the dancing Wednesday memes all the time. Yeah, and the Squid Game stuff and yeah. It's it's funny though because those Netflix things like uh, Squid Game Wednesday, uh, what was the, the the chess one Queen's Gambit? Um, you know oh, those were all fun. things that like when they dropped they were like oh shit like an atomic bomb, but then the uh, the bomb just disappeared. That's not how bombs work. Oh. I lost my, I that think means I lost my if, metaphor. If the bomb disappeared. We all died and it exploded. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah that, whereas doesn't matter like, though, again because I mean like everybody. You know the hype is so strong when it releases all at once that everybody goes and watches it. Yeah, like, you know it just, if they're not, if they're not like, talking about it a week later, I don't know if they care at that point because you know everybody that's going to watch it watched it and got it done with. Yeah, where it almost weekly, feels like the difference weekly, of like, like the drop off rate because that's what we were talking about the Last of Us like that the the retention rate was going up on the Last of Us yeah, and went yeah. down which is not oh, normal for a weekly show. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know unless you have a show that can. Because I don't remember if like the Game of Thrones or House of Dragon like built up audience over time too or whatever. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I think its finale had a bigger viewership than. Yeah, I feel like you have to have episode. a lot of confidence in your show that it's going to grow week to week and not fall off after the first one. And if it's yeah, going to fall off after yeah. the first one, then you might as well just binge it because then people are hooked from day one and just go. Yeah. Yeah. Could have provided more longevity to like altered carbon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah. I haven't even watched season two. That was one of those shows. Like, I had no idea what was going on for like almost the entire show. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you look, well, not enough world building. What happened? <laughs> I feel like I just remember. The di- I just remember the dialogue being all over the place. <laughs> uh, that was with. I never watched. That was with Anthony Mackie. Was the second season. The second season's Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Oh. Oh, was it like the same main character, but they change actors because like you can alter your carbon or whatever? Yep. That's, that's pretty, yeah, that's exactly it. You can alter your carbon. <laughs> I don't even need to watch it. I know exactly what's going on there. Um, it's funny, Nick, you mentioned uh, Bad Batch uh, waiting until it's done, and I'm doing the same thing. And I, th- mm. I think it's done. Is it done? I don't, I don't think the finale happened yet. I think it's oh, maybe I don't know. next week. This week, oh. uh, but I'm doing the same thing, and I do the same thing with a lot of anime as well. I don't. I tend to not watch anime week to week, um, and I, I want to wait till the seasons. Like I'm, I'm now gonna watch all of Trigun Stampede because I only watched the first five episodes because <laughs> yeah. the finale just aired. Um, you know, and and uh, I was the same way with like Chainsaw Man, the same way with uh, Gundam, Witch for Mercury. For some reason, I don't know why, but like anime to me works better when it's complete. Um, I think it's because it's shorter. Is it? Is it just the half hour thing? Maybe the half hour. Yeah, episode? yeah. No, like I have this part of my monkey brain that goes, <laughs> "This is TV show. This is movie." A lot of the TV shows I watch now, my brain just goes, "I want TV show. Watch another." It's like, no, that hurt my movie section. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. So it, I will binge. Like, you give me these these quick thirty minute ones, or even if it's super procedural. God, I miss procedurals. Yeah. I mean, them CSI Miami's, my monks, all those, where it's just a new thing every time. Like, yeah, what's happening next? What are we doing? Just, uh, yeah, no, it, it really just comes down to your style. But the way things are going now, if I had to choose one for the rest of forever, I liked what The Last of Us did. I, I liked that yeah. weekly. I liked how, what it did culturally, socially. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a lot easier. I remember what it was like to to work or be busy and everyone's talking about uh luke cage or iron yeah. fist or whatever yeah. and i was like i haven't seen it yet what do you mean you finished it immediately <laughs> yeah. yeah that's the, the other thing is like it feels like you if you don't 
if you don't buy in the weekend those binge shows drop, everybody's fooled. Then by the time you watch them, it's like if you watched Wednesday now and you were trying to talk to me about Wednesday, I'd be like, I don't remember most of Wednesday. (laughs) That was like four months ago, but honestly, I just don't remember most of it. It's too much content Um, all at once. Hard to remember. I mean, that's the thing. And and God knows I'm not paying attention to things because now now that I have my Steam Deck, this is. I'm, I'm yeah. definitely paying far yeah, less Steam attention. Steam Deck in one hand, switch in the other. Switch hand. in the other. Oh, I'm a living god. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, have to get you those controllers that Jack uses. His wireless Chuck. <laughs> His little wireless. Yeah. Um, is this like uh, I was? I was trying to think. Is the this conversation about the the binging or the piecemealing? Um, is this the only medium to where that kind of conversation exists? Like, is there? Uh, equivalency in in movies or in games like what like i think think books books might fit that where like you sit down and read an entire book in two days if you you like go go crazy or if you oh god you're right yeah it's like yeah some sometimes like i'll start a book and then i will finish it that night or the next day yeah and then sometimes i take a month to finish a book or sometimes I never started them yeah. at all because like I bought a bunch of books and they're sitting on my shelf and I'm like I should probably read those at some point. But also like I have video games to play and TV shows to watch and I got <laughs> and fish dog, to dredge. dog shit to clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no, um, it's interesting. I, I feel like it's it makes it easier to have a conversation. So say like uh, the last was TV show and you're after the whatever the fourth week, you know that if people are catch or if people are watching week to week, you know what the conversation can revolve around without worrying about spoilers. Whereas like if it's a week after the last of us part two, the game comes out and you want to talk about it. You don't know if everyone's on the same page, you know, you don't know like, well, did you burn through the game in a week or are you taking your time with it? Like, and if you say I'm five hours into the game, you're like, Ooh, I don't know what your five hours is like compared to my five hours. So like, I don't know if I could talk about this, you know, plot point yet because I don't know if it spoiled it. Whereas, it feels like the the week to week episodic television model makes it easier to have conversations without a fear that you're going to be ruining the experience for someone. I think so, especially because the natural thing about after consume after consumption, but that's a disease. After consuming <laughs> something, um, part of the fun is obviously speculation. Oh, what's going to come yeah, next? Yeah. So doing that. Have, or having a stopping point after each episode where you have this little moment of speculation of like, oh, I wonder what's next. It almost uh, sours it to have just eaten an entire season. And the only thing you, most people are talking about or can at least agree upon at that point is what's next? What's the next season? Like, it feels weird. It's like, yeah. oh, you fatties. Savor it. Like, you fatties. <laughs> you fatties. Like, talk to me about what we just watched. You're over here hoping for season two because you what just next? ate the entire what thing. Next? Yeah. 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 I think it, it definitely, I wouldn't say it's a hurtful thing, but it makes talking about shows that get dropped seasonally uh, a lot harder to the point where I go, well, if you're at this pace, I'll just wait for the show to end. You know? Yeah. That, that's the next jumping in point. If it's a weekly thing, it's easier. Hey. Whereas if they're dropping down season, it's like jumping into traffic. With yeah. the, with Netflix, they might end it after one season. So you know, good to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, and then you'll be like, well, should I just never watch this. I know, like, that's what that's like, exactly what's 18, happening 99, with eighteen yeah. ninety nine right now. It's like on my list, and I'm like, yeah, do I even bother? Yeah, <laughs> they did the opposite to me with The Watcher. I said, oh, it's limited, only one season. I'll watch yeah. it now. Watcher two. I'm like, oh fuck. Ah, what about The Watcher's got you. 
have you been uh, with the with the Sheridan shows, Nick? Uh, are you watching those weekly or like nineteen? What the, the Harrison Ford one was that? Were you watching that weekly or did you yeah, wait until it was all done? No, nineteen twenty three was weekly. <clears throat> okay, yeah, and then uh, yeah. I guess if you'd go back to Yellowstone, you'd have a big backlog. I mean, that's the other part of the conversation is <laughs> is like if you come to a show late, but it's still going on, you can kind of be like, I was that way. Oh, the expanse. I was like super late to it. And then before the final season, I watched all of the expanse to get caught up. And then I never watched the final season, which is very weird. And now at this point, I feel like I need to rewatch it. Like, I don't know what happened. Like I really fucked that one up, (laughs) but I like doing that. I like doing like a full binge Uh, and then being like, all right, now I'm ready. I'm on board for this, for this. I'll be here live for the final. Yeah, I did that. I mean, I got, I was three years late to game of Thrones. And so, mm-hmm. like, I didn't even have the Red Wedding spoiled for me. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting up in my bedroom watching that, and that happened. And <laughs> my jaw was just like, <laughs> like, I got up, walked away from the TV, went downstairs, and, like, looked at my mom. I was like, <laughs> she's like, what? What? And I was like, how do people just die? <laughs> oh, my friends. I like that. Oh, my I, sweet friends. I like being late to the conversation because I also got to Game of Thrones, like, even beyond the finale. And so when I'm going through the Red Wedding, I'll just tweet, the Red Wedding was crazy. And it's been like, I don't know, five, eight years. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the ben, ben Schwartz, the actor and comedian, like the, the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, during the pandemic, just watched all of Game of Thrones for the first time and was tweeting about it. It was just like really funny to see like his thoughts on all this stuff. Um, yeah, I don't it's it's, it's I, I, I think at the end of the day, I'm still I'm still on team team weekly. Although I do have my weird certain things that I'll, I, I'll I, I used to wait for. Yeah, I used to be team binge when, <laughs> you know, like we got three or four good Netflix shows a year. Yeah. But now every service is doing it. And I just feel like it's video games where I'm like, oh, God, I have to pick and choose. There's so much. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. Um, Cause yeah, even, that's even, like, yeah, Paramount Plus has like the uh, that new show that I have. I keep bringing up and I keep forgetting the name of it because it's a bad name for a show. Uh, uh, the one with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yes, uh, rabbit, oh, yeah. rabbit hole, rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh, what? and that's, that's like a, that's like three episodes in. I gotta get caught up. And yeah, I don't. I, I, I literally haven't read anything about. I don't know if it's good or not. Um, I, I just know it's got gonna, if they're gonna drop whole seasons, I just wish they were a little bit more bingeable. Because, like you said, it's almost as if they're trying to get away with the. Oh, we know that the the back half of episode two and the front half of episode three are kind of weak, but it's okay because they're gonna binge it all in one go. Yeah. Uh, just I don't know, make them nice and peppy. Rabbit yeah, maybe a, shorter uh, if just, you want. Just boop, under boop, boop. Uh, eight IMDb right now. Like, ooh, the bear. The bear was grand. Just drop the whole thing. I binge that thing in one go. That's that's and that's that the and, 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 and I'll just like binge it again and again. Thirty, yeah. 30, 30 minute episodes are bingeable. Sixty minutes are not anymore. <laughs> They go over an hour. I'm like, you just took my movie time and my TV show time. <laughs> you monsters. Because yeah. I'll go like, I'll watch a movie and then a show or something. I can't now. It's like I'm just choosing between two movies. I'm going to be. Yeah. yeah. I'm still going. I'm, I'm going to take it a step further and be that really snobbish guy about my, my TV, my sound setup downstairs. But I'm at the point with TV shows where like, I can't watch it upstairs anymore. I have to be down here and immersed in it. So I need to set aside uh, specific times for immersion just, just time. Why don't you just destroy every other TV in your house then? <laughs> All right, good yeah. idea. I will. You can't you can't set your beer on your television these days. So like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't fit up there. <laughs> can't you can't even set like one of those little little shot glasses up there anymore? No, <laughs> not. 
my television's too thin. Uh, SVS Guru, the five euro donation. Thank you so much. Going back to our Mando conversation. Mando needs to smooch Bo Katan with their helmets on. Ten awkward minutes of helmets clanking together. They've got to. What are we doing with these helmets, guys? We got to. This fucking religion needs to just be fine with everyone taking these helmets off. You got a bunch of attractive actors going on. Like, take them off. What if they just did the partial, like Judge Dredd, where you just see a very just nice see- and then stubble. Nice lips, lips and stubble. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's, uh, what's his name? Something urban? Keith? Keith Urban. Yeah, Keith Urban, the renowned country musician. musician. Carl Urban. <laughs> Carl Urban, yeah. Like, uh, that's this is the appeal about it. It's almost like uh, not full nudity, but just naked from the waist down to accentuate your, your nudity. Uh, so, like uh, Winnie the Pooh or Donald I, Duck? I want Mando to just now have a visor. Just, that's so it. Mask, mask on, cock out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. masks on, cock out. That's, <laughs> like, uh, that's the hot. finale of Mando. Uh, <laughs> or like Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, cock on the sock. Sock on the yeah. sock. <laughs> I thought, was that like Elf on the Shelf? Oh, exactly. No. Cock on the sock. Lampy, been here for 35 months. Thank you so much, Lampy. The amount of shows I've had spoiled because people in the office were talking about it because they'd watched it all in one weekend uh, when it dropped is ridiculous. Then if I was curious about it, I won't watch it. Um, Easy solution. I mean, that's, yeah, that's another home. problem. It's like, I guess that is like you, <laughs> those like Stranger Things, unless you, it drops on a Friday, and unless you're done with it by Monday, like, I feel like it's fucking the internet's full of spoilers for those. Like, like, you wake up the morning after Mando drops at midnight, and you wake up in the morning, and like, if you open anything, you'll see like a vulture headline that spoils whatever happens. Did, did it drop yeah. during summer? Stranger what? Things? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like yeah there was July. one that dropped. Yeah, I think I think it's been in July's. Yeah, see if they're strategic about it, I can see that the Wait. whole drop during like summer break. Was that last July or two Julys ago? No, there was the one season dropped in July, and then I think the last season dropped in October of last year. It wasn't last year; it's year before. No, right? I think it was like a year and a half ago. Was the was the run of the Maybe yeah. Time. You okay? No. (laughs) Time Lord is coming for all of us. Wait, I just turned 28. (laughs) No. no. (laughs) The Time Lord comes for us. I bought my own birthday cake. (laughs) Uh that said, I'm I'm one thing I'm happy about this this weekly model is um I think we're just we're at an unprecedented time for just good ass TV over the past year or so. Um because right now, like, I'm, I'm still enjoying the week-to-week watch of Mando, even though, like, I, I have gripes with Mando, and I'm putting Mando in the the same, it's getting in the same timeout that Marvel's in, where I'm going to consume it all, but you're on timeout. Um, but uh, I'm really happy to have Yellow Jackets back. I'm really happy to have Succession back. Uh, Nick, you, you had a chance to watch the new Yellow Jackets, right? Yes. What have you What have you thought of this? Uh, and Frost, have you watched Yellow Jackets at all? I was gonna, but I saw the release date was like 2021, and I went, "This can't be the right show." Oh yeah, it's the right show. Yeah, it, oh, took, it took two years for the second season. Oh, yeah, the second well, season. sounds sounds worth the binge. <laughs> um, uh, Nick, what do you What have you thought of these new episodes? Yeah, I I mean I I don't know what is it, like the the casting is really good in Yellow Jackets. I think it's just the atmosphere of the show that like just hooks you in. And mm-hmm. a big part of that is just the the soundscape of like the chanting woman for the music and everything. Like, yeah, just, music's like, incredible. Really, like sets the tone for everything. Um, and I kind of like I like how like the show is a slow descent into madness, and like you're descending into madness with them as you're watching it, and like mm-hmm. nothing feels like for shock value. It feels like okay, like whoa, 
<laughs> like we're like that. We're, we're losing was, it with the cast here. And that's yeah, a good show. yeah, like yeah. A, like a show that makes me lose my sanity too. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they do a really good job of like showing it amongst like the the characters too, where like everybody's got their own you know trauma that they're kind of going through and they're manifesting it in different ways. And um, I think the the stuff that's happening in the present is weaker this season, which I think a lot of the reviews have said too. I'm just not as invested in it as, as I it was. It feels like they haven't got to where like, I'm like, all right, what are we doing? Like, let's, yeah. let's, let's pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah. And, and but the, yeah, but yeah, everything with like the kids is amazing. Like I just, it's yeah, I, I'm hooked on it. I, I yeah. do not look away from the screen. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess for, for people who weren't watching it, this is the second season. It's a, it's on Showtime uh, and it's a series about um, in the nineties, a uh, high school uh, girls soccer team was taking a flight from New Jersey to Seattle and the plane somehow went down like 600 miles off course in the middle of Canada, which I'm like, how the fuck? Why did this plane go so far off course? A little drinky uh, winky. <laughs> <laughs> went down uh, in the middle of the woods. Uh, some of the people died on the flight. Uh, some of the kids obviously survived. And then they have to survive out in the wilderness. There's obviously hints that they had to resort to cannibalism. Uh, and then, but so half the show is like flashbacks to sort of chronological flashbacks of their their time in the woods and then the other half of the show is modern day the the survivors are are back they're adults um and their their past is slowly kind of coming back to haunt them and so uh the show does a great job of um maybe one of the best representations of like the actors who play the kids are so fucking good and the actors who play the adults are so fucking good mm-hmm. and like they're like each one is like such a good analog to where you're like oh like it's not even that they like look alike but it's like oh i could totally see this high schooler becoming this like 40 year old mother or whatever or you Better know that forrest gump Nothing's better than Forrest. <laughs> like, that, like that kid, uh, that grown actor, that is, that is insane. What, the, the young Tom Hanks, the old to regular Tom Hanks? Yeah. I don't know. Young Forrest older. I don't remember him. I remember he did a great, he did a great run. Yeah. yeah. yeah he had a great run. Yeah. Well, that's, what a strange choice. But I saw the description. It's very Lord of the Fliesy, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Lord of the Flies kind of, again, bring up my Lord and Savior lost because of the two, the two time <laughs> periods, mysteries yeah, in the past right. kind of thing. Um, uh, yeah. George Lucas even brings up it. It, it does a similar thing where it half of it is about the kids and the other half is about the adults, right. but this mm-hmm. weaves in both of them. Um, oh, that sounds like a, was it like mystic river then? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, about again yeah. the the sins of the past. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. See, I, that's what that's what I want. Where let's say this this it's not, but let's imagine that it is a, a reboot of Lord of the Flies or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I want. Is like just take your own spin, take your own. Yeah, yeah. Clearly inspired by something, but yeah, yeah, very like. I'm sure there's some that would be upset and go, "Oh, Lord of the Flies got it," but yeah. don't you yeah. want more of that? It was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yellow, yellow. I mean, yeah, Yellow Jack is just has everything like it's got, holy it's hell got the, it's even named after insects flies <laughs> and yellow jackets I've, I've made the connection uh it's really good yeah it's like equal it's um it, it handles spooky really well uh it handles like dark character moments really well survival stuff really well um just banger 90s constant, songs constant also too constant tension mm-hmm. the season premiere had the most incredible uh, uh papa roach cut my life into pieces song drop <laughs> like fucking perfect um uh 
Uh, so yeah, I really like it. It's like it's the, the the biggest sticking point is it's on Showtime, which a lot of folks yeah, don't have. Which will um, be part of Paramount, I think, soon. Which will, just, yeah, it's being oh, folded okay. into Paramount. But, Should I just um, get cable again? <laughs> we already have I mean, that's the kind of thing is like I pay way more than I used to pay for cable with um, my streaming services. And also, Elijah Wood just popped up in this episode two. And Elijah it's so Wood. funny Gina, seeing him in that show. <laughs> getting Elijah Wood and Christina Ricci hanging out. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is Flies. my 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 Casper uh, the faculty crossover is finally happening. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yellow 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 jackets is uh, is great. And that's a show I enjoy watching. Um, enjoy watching that weekly the same way as uh, Succession. Only a few episodes in, but really enjoying it. And and like uh, we mentioned the last time we had a show, I just like that the show is going out on its own two feet. Same thing with Ted Lasso is these are the final seasons. I'm I'm enjoying Succession this season more than Ted Lasso is a little a little weird this season. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a little uh, not bad. But I'm like, what is what are, what are we doing at the end He's of the got show? That, that divorce on the mind. <laughs> you really got that divorce on the mind. <laughs> that is, uh, it, it's pretty amazing to be like, I am going through a real divorce in life, and I am going to make my soccer television show about my real divorce in life. <laughs> um, and so I, uh, I, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, but uh, yeah, those have been good. Uh, Perry Mason, I've been, I've been watching. Same thing, just good. HBO, HBO is really good at making shows, guys. Did you guys know that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I watched, uh, I don't think either of you guys have watched it yet. Tetris. Do you guys see Tetris? I've not had a chance to watch it yet. I want to though. Oh, no it chat. is weird. <laughs> The fictional game. Yeah, so Tetris is, uh, it's the new movie on Apple Plus uh, starring uh, Taron uh, Edgerton as uh, Hank Rogers, the uh, man responsible for um, sort of bringing Tetris to Japan and to the West. And, and uh, the movie is like part, uh, it's part period piece historical. Like it is insane that like it just has like the unveiling of like like there's scenes about the unveiling of the Game Boy and like him uh, meeting with the Nintendo president Yamauchi san at the time and and like Howard Lincoln who was running Nintendo of America at the time and so like it's weird to see these like historical gaming figures represented on on <laughs> screen but then at the same time it's also like a Cold War espionage thriller about them trying because like in order to secure the rights he has to go to like moscow in the late 80s and like going to going to russia at the you know the tail end of the ussr was like a dangerous thing for an american um and so uh the movie has like like kgb threatening people and like car chases through moscow it's just the weirdest fucking movie um but i i i enjoyed it like as a as a weird <laughs> as a weird thing as like someone who <laughs> likes video games and also likes weird spy thrillers um i thought it marries the two of them well and taron edgerton great it's, did you like uh, did you like the angle the whole uh i heard that as a complaint where they go what a strange thing to make it about the guy who got the rights for tetris not the guy who made yeah, it yeah it's not the, it's like the so. guy who made it is a character of the movie but he's like almost a minor character uh, right. so it's not about the making of tetris it is about yeah. the um the Securing the, the weird, complicated Tetris. spaghetti bowl mess of yeah. gaining the rights to distribute Tetris to handhelds and to, to consoles and to arcade cabinets and PCs. 
like that's what appealed to me coming off of say like the founder you know the, the guy mm-hmm. who got McDonald's the rights to mcdonald's or even yeah. better uh elvis where he's saying yeah. it's like hearing the stories that you knew so it's like the devil telling his version of the old testament I was like, yeah that's, that's yeah really yeah fun. i like those that's what yeah. got my attention but i'm still waiting because apple plus keeps putting out so many good things i'm like at some point they're gonna fall and uh there's memberships are gonna go on sale and i'm gonna grab them and i'm gonna binge everything it's only like five bucks a month. I also think you have a PlayStation. It's a recession. You have a PlayStation? No, I don't. Oh, you don't have a PS5? I do not PS4? have a new. Okay. Because uh, I believe you get six free months with with. Well, that. just wait for a PlayStation to go on sale. <laughs> I feel like it might be cheaper to just do that. Um, and it is, it is funny, that whole thing we were t- just talking about, about not being about the guy, but being about, like, the guys behind the guys. That's exactly yeah. what that Air movie is. The, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not about Michael Jordan. It's about the guys who tried to make a shit ton of money off Michael Jordan's sneakers. Um, <laughs> now making a shit ton uh, of money off a movie about his sneakers. <laughs> and now making yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, let me the highlight message said, Marty, uh, have you heard it? Did you hear of Tetris before seeing the movie? I keep bringing this up, but there's the review that for Deadline where the guy said, uh, not, not only have I never played Tetris, but I've never even heard of it. I was like, have you not heard of Tetris? What is going on? But you like the movie, so that's good. That's that should insane. be like a selling point. You don't need to have ever even heard of Tetris. Don't enjoy this movie. Assuming that you only watched movies, right, as a film critic, is there no other film that even in passing mentioned Tetris? That's the only way I could believe that, that he actually just locks I, himself in like the aviator and just Like, it just feels films. like a reference that, like, had to have been made in movies i don't know I like, would, that's like one of those lines like even if i didn't know what tetris was probably don't write that in your review <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah pretty stuff uh but yeah that's what uh that's what i've been watching uh nick what about you uh i would well since i was stuck in the uh airport for 30 hours i uh got finally got a chance to sit down and watch glass onion Oh, nice. Uh, it's okay. I, I, I don't know. I'm not, wasn't it like the biggest fan of Knives Out or Glass Onion? Like they're fun, but I don't, and like, I, and I know like the whole point of Glass Onion is like, it's very obvious who the killer is. Uh, so it, it was, it was fun. It has its fun moments in the, in the movie. Um, I don't, I don't love Daniel Craig's accent <laughs> in those movies. Feels like just remind fog, you of home. Foghorn Leghorn. It feels like he's trying too hard. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was good enough for what it is. I, I do want to watch Poker Face though. I feel like a more long, drawn out mystery from Ryan, Ryan Johnson will do better for me. Poker Face is wonderful. Um, but then yeah, I started uh, Succession last night. Can see what the appeal is. I got hooked on the first episode. Everybody's very much. You're all awful people, but I need to see what happens to you. <laughs> I just hate watching it. Yes. All of you. Yep. It's just the Kardashians, but more convoluted. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, we haven't talked about it yet, but I, have been, I got caught up on Mandalorian season three. And my same complaint is still that there is no plot to this show at all other than retake Mandalore. But then even in this episode, they get a plot of land and they're like, fuck this. I want to go back to my glassed over planet. Uh yeah, it's just I don't know. Don't worry, we have three whole episodes left. <laughs> the, the, I'll I'll give it like the action scenes are fun. Like that's mm-hmm. I'm kind of there at this point just for the fun action scenes. Like the there's been a lot of uh, shooty shooty in the space and flying ships and explosions and and better looking combat other than Book of Boba Fett, which Sir George Lucas will tell me I'm wrong about. But shooting at a <laughs> shield for 15 minutes is not exciting. 
I even had people on Twitter yelling at me that I was wrong about that. I'm like, no, you're you're dumb. Like, Who was? Where are these Boba Fett defenders? <laughs> this I is just them Twitter. Them. That's just Twitter. <laughs> you can take any stand. Show yourself <laughs> yeah. and repent. Uh, but yeah, like <laughs> I was surprised at how quickly they got rid of a uh, big green pirate dude. But yeah, um, rest in peace. I will say, here's the thing about Mandalorian though, and this is kind of what I was worried about, and I left a comment on Darren's review. Uh, two weeks ago about it is like this is definitely setting up a rewrite of how the new new, new order Darren's review I'm the one reviewing your, Mandalorian your, your review your review it was it was his in the frame me, it was his Marty. in the frame that I think I commented on <laughs> okay. but um, they're definitely doing the rewrite of like the first order and I think they're going to end up rewriting a lot of like Rise of Skywalker somehow Palpatine returned I think I think Grogu my my theory is that Grogu is a clone and that's why they want him for his DNA I think he's got so many midichlorians he doesn't even know what to do with yeah him. he's got he's got so many midichlorians that yeah. they're gonna just they're gonna put a big think, a big novelty sized uh I think I think, I think, I, think I think Grogu is the secret child of Yoda and Yaddle because Yaddle was surprisingly introduced in uh yeah the tales Yoda of the Jedi fucks. Yeah, yeah, Yaddle fucks. Uh, yeah, Yaddle, Yaddle definitely fucks. So I think I think Grogu is the secret child of those two, because why else would he be at the Jedi Temple? <laughs> Jedi, he's got so many midichlorians. Oh my god, a bit so of a so squatter. Yeah, and uh, that's my favorite thing. It's like this is a very rare thing, and then later, no, I'm up. I, I can't get rid of him. I, got so I also much. like how he's a cute baby, but he's also like fifty. 50 yeah. So he's like the baby in. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Who like smokes cigars? He's like a baby when they're yeah. filming, and then smokes cigars and like slaps women in the ass <laughs> off screen. So that's what I that's what I imagine Grogu's yeah. like. He does a lot of flips as well. Um, which um, shout out to Grogu. So anyway, uh, yeah, like you know the pirates are they mention it in this episode like the pirates or you know the the uh, quiet rebuilding of the empire, which is the first order, sure. obviously, and you know obviously yeah. what's his face is coming back, Moff Gideon and. You know, all yeah, I'm surprised that. he hasn't come back yet. I guess that was the little the little tease at the end of the last episode was that he got busted out of yeah. he got busted out of prison. Him and Yuji yeah. Naka both got busted out of prison. Yeah, have they done? <laughs> have they done like a Star Wars war film? I'm talking like in the trenches because it feels like Andor is your is your noir. You got Western and Mando. Imagine all quiet on the Western front of Star Wars where they're actually yeah. Rogue One might have been the closest. Rogue One, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I just. I I, I'm getting more and more concerned that like they really have Marvelified Star Wars, where Ahsoka is obviously going to be tied in the Thrawn, and then mm-hmm. uh, you know who knows how the skeleton crew is going to tie into it. But I bet it has something yeah. to tie into pirates. it. I'm ready? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's right there—the pirates for the skeleton crew. Yeah, I mean, a skeleton crew is just like Goonies. Like, <laughs> like I, I can get behind this, and like the Daniels are directing an episode, and um. I mean, that being said, they've had some cool directors direct episodes of these Star Wars things, and they haven't really felt like they've been able to put their thumbprint on, no. at least for Mandalorian. Um, yeah. So I just, yeah, I'm like, despite all of my reservations, I'm still cautiously optimistic about Ahsoka, Acolyte, and Skeleton Crew. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. So cause I, also because I'm an idiot. Yeah, I, you know, we've. I, I think I said in the last recap I was on was like. I took you took the way you thought about uh, Mandalorian as like just a Saturday morning cartoon, and like I enjoyed yeah. more for that. But also like I'm just trying, like I just want a plot to get behind. Like I want to be excited for the next part of the story each week, and I'm just like mm-hmm. I'm just not. I'm just there for 
Star Wars, I guess, and consuming yeah. these things and ugh. yeah, yeah. Know. It's just a big pile of meh. I'm just, I'm just like really surprised at how like kind of bored I am with it, <laughs> except when things are blowing up. <laughs> yeah, the airport changed, Jenik. I had to do, I, watch, I, watch, I, watch, I watched that here. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, I watched it on my, my nice TV and sound. Because <laughs> now we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna. Go hunt the mythosaur and take back Mandalore. <laughs> Even though, like, Hell the yeah. one area they showed us in Mandalore is like a cave with nothing in it. <laughs> so great. Love that cave. Yeah. Great cave. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Frost, what have you, what have you been, what have you been? I uh, see. So yeah, in order to stay relevant, Memento. Pretty perfect. Little hidden gem. It's great. Watch stuff. It for, for the forwards or backwards? I was watching, I was starting in the middle and then. I'd go forward 15 minutes and then backwards to the 15 minutes prior. So <laughs> take my own little spin on. I think that's really how it's meant to be watched anyways. Uh, was it? No, those those are the kinds of films that really exemplify the obsession I, uh, that people have with narratives. I do find that where you got two camps. The I want the story to have its own lore and its own world around it. Everything all tied up nicely. Whereas I kind of prefer the ones that just go, here's a bit of a story. But here's, here's just all the weird stuff that went on about it. That's why I like my mementos, my tenets, my No Country for Old Men, where you go, how could this have possibly happened? It's like, I don't really care about the about the logistics. It just happened. You take it in, and it's about the execution. Great stuff. Yeah. Great, great stuff. Good old, who is it? Christopher Nolan? I hope he does Nolan. more yeah. things, you know? Somebody yeah, he's take doing, a risk he's doing Oppenheimer. Man. That's right. 21st, Oppenheimer and Barbie. He was releasing next to Barbie. Uh, that might <laughs> yeah. that might be a, a death move by him. Man, the Barbie um, trailer. The Barbie trailer dropped before um, we recorded too. And let me tell you, whew, what a movie. What a Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's oh. in it. What? Will Ferrell's in it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he's like the president of Barbie land, I think. I still have. Oh, I, I, I forgot to mention I got to watch John Wick 3 as well before while I was off. Before John Wick 3 or John Wick 4? Or John Wick 4, yeah. How was it? Love it. So good, I think. Does it end? Yes, it ends. Like it's over. It's they're done. Can't spoil oh, anymore. They're gonna make more. I, I, it doesn't even matter. I mean, we have what we do. Put a bullet in his head in the final scene. <laughs> that's what we do. He's, he's, uh, he's gonna stand we up. Have the ballerina coming with Anna Anna de Amaras, Armas, which right. I'm really excited for that. Um, um, she's a great actress. Uh, and then you have the. Well, why don't you like Knives Out more, Nick? Mm, she was in that. Yeah. yeah, she was the main character of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have to come back and watch it. The movie's literally about her. I'm with him. I literally fell asleep halfway through Knives Out three times before I finally, because come on, let's go. We can do it. Get to Chris Evans. You got to watch it backwards like Memento. Uh, and then we, Man, have, uh, we have the Continental coming to uh, Peacock. Damn. I wonder if they're actually going to make that. Oh, I know wait. the ballerina got dated. I'm curious about the Continental. I'm going to do the same thing for them. Yeah. Wait for them to uh, blunder. Kind of I'm excited. Continental is supposed to be out this year. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is Lance Reddick going to be in it? No. Did Lance Reddick film stuff for it? I don't. It's kind of like, without spoiling anything, it was kind of like, it was really weird. Like John Wick 4 was like almost a send off for Lance Reddick, even though it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I mean, I think they they sort of said that they're in theory they wanted it to be this big long epic kind of send off for the franchise, um, which is I think what you say until they back a brink truck of money up yeah, to you and say we need more. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, I wanted to finish, but the billion dollars to keep going spoke louder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Changed my heart a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm excited. I need to, there's a lot of things I need to see in theaters. I need to see that. I need to see, I want to see the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Um, oh, I, I do want to see that. It's delightful. Obviously, we got Mario. Speaking, oh, no. speaking of, uh, SVS Guru 2000 donated five euros. It says, will there be a review of the new Dungeons and Dragons movie, prefer, preferably by the Adventures and I crew? Uh, Darren already reviewed it. It's on the channel. You can go watch it now. Oh my god, it's edit is incredible. It's edit made me cry. It was <laughs> Wait, so what? beautifully edited. Uh, the Dungeons and Dragons um, movie review. Why did it make you cry? What? It was so beautiful. It was like looking into the face of a god or a baby or Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Then you, Wait, edit you edited it, right? Yeah, I edited. That's, <laughs> that's why. Why did you cry? That's <laughs> what I was. I oh. was just trying to compliment you. Flat- flattery gets you nowhere with me because I'm <laughs> obtuse. <laughs> Clearly. Um, also, uh, Lauren, with a final hour donation earlier, thank you so much. What I hate about Crunchyroll is when they drop YouTube clips full of spoilers that just ruin shit before you can enjoy it. What spoilers it? as in like, I'm the main bad guy and I'm going to die? Or did you just recognize it in the show later and went, damn, <laughs> they spoiled it? Uh, I guess that's, yeah. But I, uh, companies spoiling their own things is always very funny to me. Like, I like every, what are you doing? every major trailer spoils everything. Yeah. Yeah, like out of pieces. But anime does have this habit of like, ooh, if you watch the intro carefully, you see some signs. I like that. It's like little clues, little Easter eggs, I guess. Yeah. Thanks for a fun rewatch. Little um, droplets. Well, um, yeah, this is D&D is set to lose a lot of money in its theatrical run. I, f- I feel like that movie's going to have a very long tail on it. I'm not too worried about it. I think, yeah. Especially I, I, right now. Culturally speaking, everyone was a little like, uh, and you have a lot of people coming out going, it's way better than yeah. I expected. Yeah, I feel I like, like it's going when to. All three of us haven't seen it, and all three of us sit here like we want to go see it. So I wanted to. I just don't go to theaters for a few, few, anything less than James Cameron or anime. I don't I don't go to theaters. Or Christopher Nolan. The big two. The big three. The big Nolan. Two. Nolan, Cameron, yeah, Nolan. anime. Yeah, yeah I, I, go I to have theaters. decided that I like my theater that's right by me because nobody goes there, so I don't hear a lot of crunching in my ear. Like John Wick Four, there was like fifteen of us in the theater. I'm like, this is great. No <laughs> crunching, except Could for you hear except for like the, all the guns. Yeah, somebody always can do it. Like somebody's always messing with their fucking chair to like raise and lower. Oh, okay. So you hear little grinding gears, and then the gears in my head start grinding. You know, like just somebody oh. walked in with a bag of pork rinds and nerds. Yeah. Just. The crunchiest snacks you could imagine. I, I say it every episode. Movie theaters are stupid for giving people crinkle bags when you could just give them something that's quieter. Put put your M and M's in a fucking sock. Then I don't have to hear it. What if they I've made? What if they made capsules that you could lock yourself into and like, the speakers better. are right there? Even better. That's my, my, my house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'll make my house instead. Uh, what else? What else have you been watching for us? Let's see here. A uh, bit of blue luck because I finally oh, yeah. got my Amazon Fire Stick working that I was too lazy to move or, nice. or do anything with. Uh, great stuff. Yeah, I've seen a lot of animes that, that's very similar to that. As I was mentioned to Marty a while ago at, before the start of an episode, it's that thing where they take educational and dramatic and just combine it. That silly, like, imagine, imagine any small time, I don't know. Ping pong is like, oh, he put a backhand spin on it. No way. No one's yeah. ever done it like that. And then the the quick little charts where go uh, in ping pong a backhand spin is when you blah 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 and, and just more of that over and over again and yeah. I'm about it. it and it also severely lacks the horny that throws me off in a lot of these because they they tend to this style of anime tends to also conflict with etchy a little bit. <laughs> like, a little, a little weird, no tentacles, no, nothing like that. 
It's uh, right, so for us, it's similar it's, taste to me. Where if the anime gets too horny, it's like, eh. oh, but I will keep watching. <laughs> power through I, the horn. Similar taste, but I will power through. I have less shame. I, I will make it through. And then uh was gonna watch Creed. I I went ten minutes into it, and then I went. You know what? I haven't seen the Rocky movies in a while, so I ended up binging those. And I believe I will go through Creed one through three next. But oh my god, Rocky one through six, great stuff. Great stuff. It's where it's it's not even about the fighting. Oh my god, my favorite one. I think, ooh, as a as a complete one, the one that I do binge over and over has to be with Drago. Has to be the fourth one. Rocky four, yeah, Drago's great. It's at that point he's gone a little bit beyond being just a man. Or you got a man who who's sucker punching a guy so hard he kills him. Yeah. But then he does that three, four times to Rocky, yeah. and he doesn't go down. He's like, ah, it's like hitting iron. I'm like, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> have you uh, seen Creed? The Creed? Uh, no, no. Okay, so Creed two is like Rocky four too. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. I, like, I spoil things for myself all the time yeah. just for the plus to even see if they're <laughs> worth watching. Uh, I'm, I'm immune to spoilers, but I did see that Drago, the, the comeback. I was wondering if they're gonna keep doing that, but then I saw Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I didn't care to watch after Creed three because he said they're, they're going in their own direction. I'm like, That's yeah, nice. he like wasn't invited back for Creed three, and there's there. Very like, didn't he have that. like cancer or something? Didn't you die in the Creed movies? I don't, I don't know. I, he he fought cancer. <laughs> he, he beat it. He beat it up with his fists. Went to withdraw, probably. Yeah. <laughs> full full round. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that style though. I think with Memento and with the Rocky films, I think I like more the intimacy in the quiet. More so mm-hmm. than the action, the, the brutality in the action. And we, we're, we're getting really into the spectacle nowadays, where I think the part that still sticks with me after having binged all of them, it's when Apollo Creed is screaming, I won, but I didn't beat him. Yeah. Like, there's just so much there. There's so much characterization in this, that line of him getting upset. And it's like, what are you afraid of? And he says, I've seen you beat that man like you had never beat no man before. And he kept coming after you and it's like sent chills down my spine and it's like yeah where where's this coming from so yeah it's a, it a good old time it's a good old time catching up with a little, little ever, fly uh, did you ever watch the movie warrior with uh or uh-huh. sorry sorry not warrior uh the fighter with uh christian bale. bale yeah i don't think i finished it i i got enough to see that he was an addict of sorts yeah and marky mark a, was there that's a really good quiet movie is it, is it good i like the warriors is a is a good one with tom hardy and um I forgot his other name Jake Sure. Oh, he's a, he's got his own, doesn't he? Isn't that called Southpaw? Yeah. Oh yeah, Southpaw. And he's gonna be the new Roadhouse, which is like he's a UFC fighter or something. Ooh. Oh, I don't know what's. I don't know. He's got a lot of those. Yeah. Wait. So have you have you been watching Mando? Me? Yes. Yeah. Slowly. So is it is it weird to see um, Apollo Creed as as Grief yeah. Targa? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Now that, I think now that you say it, that might have been what made me go. I want to watch Creed. That's his boy. Oh, wait, I want to watch Rocky. <laughs> and it actually has Apollo Creed in it. Yeah, it yeah. is a little, it's a little strange. Oh, and the game mm-hmm. just brought up the, the Cinemax show Warrior. Oh, don't you get me started on Warrior, the Cinemax Warrior. show. Well, no. You, you watched that, right, Frost? I convinced you to go watch that. Or was that KC? That was KC. That though. was KC, yeah, but you also hounded me. I watched the first episode, and it was just great. Go. I loved it. You didn't continue yeah. it? No, bro, it's long. No. <laughs> It's super long, but I just loved how the uh, the beginning bit where they're all speaking, I think it's Mandarin, Cantonese, and then they cinematic effects, swap it to English. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff with like dialogue in that show. 
like I'm I'm a sucker for for the way that they play with dialogue in some shows. So that's possibly on par with Altered Carbon, where they are speaking their own language, but they have translators on them. I'm like that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I go, I, like I go, that. I go back and watch like the. There's a huge fight scene in season two that I just go back I'm and rewatch. One. Yes, I just go back and rewatch it because I'm like, this is fucking. Do you dope. know about the fight? Did you just watch the fight scene? You spoil it for yourself? Did you? Yeah, no, I just, I just ten minutes ago say I spoil things for myself to see if it's <laughs> worth continuing. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Uh, awful thing. I think you do great. Don't lose two that's pounds. That's on you though. Has says that, like, uh, yeah, finish that. Maybe don't lose two pounds. Says his neck. Watch Ed Rogers, Edge Runners yet? No, I have not. And I, you're fired. I, you're I watched, fired. You're all fired. I watched. I'm fired season. for not watching Avatar. I watched the first fired. season of Vinland Saga, and I haven't watched oh, season two yet because it's still wrapping up. So I'm waiting for it to finish. Fair enough. Yeah, no. The, uh, back to the blame game. It's your fault to go. There's this nunchuck scene in season two you have to watch. And I go, I'm not gonna watch all that for a nunchuck yes, scene. I'll just watch the nunchuck scene. Yeah, you I'll, need to, I'll, you, I'll watch the show eventually. <laughs> no, you gotta watch all of Warriors so they keep it going and don't end it after season three. And then, and then do an SEO on it. You are the yeah yeah. You're the one one viewer that will keep it going. I have to do an SEO on it. <laughs> you can't make me do an SEO on it. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my, my backlog of shows continues to grow because I still have Shadow and Bone season two just dropped on Netflix. I have Carnival Row season two to watch. It, uh, Yellow or. Uh, Yellowstone. I want to watch that show. You can only watch one yellow show at the time. Yeah, damn it. Fuck. Well, yeah. I gotta wait for that then. <laughs> you can't do Yellow Jackets and Yellowstone at the same time. All right, and then this week, I'm going to start Band of Brothers because I never watched it and I don't know why, but I know the trailer for Masters of Air, the new one that's coming to Apple Plus, is uh, coming soon. So I'm like, all right, time to watch this and get caught up. Yeah. It's got, it's a it's a real dad show. You're going to love it. I know. I love <laughs> Band of Brothers. Dads dads and uncles love oh, Band of Brothers. Like MASH. Yeah, it's like Mash. It's gorier than Mash. Oh, gorier than. It's Mash. like Mash. If the whole show was about that one episode where they killed the kid on the bus. Jeez. Sweet. Yeah. Classic Mash. Anybody got a great David Schwimmer? Top ten uh, David Schwimmer performance. Get their head taken off by a telephone pole. Uh, no, we're saying we'll save that only for hereditary. Um, I'll guess. new movie. Ari Aster's new movie comes out in a few weeks. Joaquin Phoenix. Bo is afraid. Does, Sounds great. Does he get his head taken off by a telephone pole? Uh, I, have, I haven't seen it yet. It's possible. Don't Google head telephone pole. <laughs> <Don't do it. laughs> you can spoil that scene for yourself. He's probably. Right. Uh, I think that's about uh, that's about it from us. You guys, have anything, anything, anything before we wrap up? Uh, just my unending excitement for the Bear season two. When does that drop? Little, little teaser. They just released a, tre- a teaser. I don't actually think they said when it was coming out. My Which, gut would be yeah. end of the year. Fall? Summer. Summer? Uh, uh, yeah, I imagine it's a pretty quick show to turn around. Cause, uh, so, you, you know, not a big right. special no, effects budget. hardcore uh, CGI in there. They used the... I mean, there was the, there was the literal the the scene with the bear. That's true. That probably wasn't a real bear. That, that was, was a real bear. bear. That was completely real. Really? They CGI'd every beef sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. could believe that. <laughs> how, much did you, how much did your beef sandwich cost? $10. How much did it cost at Disney? $10 million. Fuck. <laughs> beef Samos. Fucking there you beef go. Samos. I'll have to go with that. There it comes out, then I'll watch Warrior. <laughs> there you go. Nice pairing. Uh yeah, well that about that about does it uh for us. 
Thank you guys uh, so much for watching uh, this episode of the recap. Uh, Nick, what what do you got going on? What should folks check out? You're gonna be back uh, with Frost in about ninety minutes. Yep, ninety Just minutes. Editor's, the editor's big log. Yep, yeah. the editor's backlog playing <laughs> Hell Best Death. Uh, tomorrow's <laughs> Have a nice death. Wednesday, so not much going on tomorrow. We may do breakout. Uh, I'm not gonna be here. Okay, we will not be doing breakout. I'm going to Milwaukee to hold hands with everyone before they leave. Okay. Oh, well, then you can do breakout with KC over there. You guys can do that. We're going to the spy restaurant. You guys. Oh, wow. You didn't go there while I was there, but now you're going. That's because you guys just kept eating at your Airbnb like a bunch of Airbnbs. (laughs) Wait, what? You guys traveled and you ate at the Airbnb? Why were you going to? No, we only only ate there one night. (laughs) Uh What was it? Uh, well, the first night we had the Giorno pizza and ice cream cake for my birthday. Y'all are sad. Before going to a nice restaurant the next night, you're sad. You haven't watched Warrior yet. Yeah, I haven't. I, <laughs> I saw the nut. Uh, but yeah, so you can check that out. Uh, obviously, we have the new funding goal down below, so make sure uh, you get your super chats in on our streams because they'll support our streams and keep the corporate company from saying, why are your streams not making money? Well, cause they would never say that <laughs> they love it. They <laughs> love the recap. Uh, and then, yeah, for members this week, uh, you'll, there will be no zero punctuation episode tomorrow, uh, because Yahtzee has been gone for two weeks. So he has uh, not had time to play a game. So there, for the first time, there will be not be a zero punctuation episode. Uh, and then Thursday, for the first time ever, for the first time, like ever during like a normal week, that's not the end of the year when he takes his week long break. Lazy. Let him, <laughs> yeah. let him do like a two minute review of Marvel Snap. Yeah. Lord knows he had the time. <laughs> well, we, we, we were going to uh, have Matt edit this week's Zero Punctuation review, uh, but Yahtzee's like so uh, loves that series so much. He's like, mm, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, there's, there's no way. He's <laughs> yeah. got his style that he yeah, yeah. on and his uh, Windows movie maker. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. So, no Zero Punctuation. Uh, extra Punctuation will be out for the public tomorrow, which I think is going to, or I mean Thursday, which I think is going to be a fun one. Uh, in 20 minutes, the first of the GDC interviews with Yahtzee drops for not for broadcast. Jinnica. Uh, so you'll get another one of those tomorrow on Tunic. And then Thursday, you will, or Friday, sorry, you will get the one on the Unwiped. And then next week, the diaries will come. Adventures Nice Season 2 of SideQuest premieres this Saturday for members. So get signed up to Patreon or YouTube memberships to get that in. Because it's going to oh be good. Oh my God, there's so much. Yes, there's so much so going stuff. on. I'm going to throw up. So much content. <laughs> so much content. I'm going to vomit on camera. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll figure out if we're going to do like a weird post ZP or something tomorrow. Like, Lampy just super chatted two panels. Says, Can we get a ZP by Marty on the murder of Sonic? Maybe we stream that tomorrow. For oh, that'd hours. be fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of reading. Good. Yeah. That's all it's a visual novel. It is a, it is a visual novel. Yes. Um, that is a, it is a, it is a, so I'm yes. writing, I'm writing something about it. Uh, next, next, um, next week we'll be back to our normal streaming schedule. Yeah. So next week we'll, uh, yeah, everyone will be back for the, for the regular streams, continuing half life Thursday. We'll be continuing, uh, Max Payne. I'll be back Thursday morning. So, um, Nick and I'll be doing Max Payne again. Uh, for us, what do you, what do you got going on? See here, uh, the normies get their lovely little cold take, which is doing superbly for the patrons. We've got a new episode for you that came out yesterday. Go a little, little Spy Kids references in there. Incredible. And if yeah. you haven't, I'm, I'm throwing in the peer pressure. Go watch the three MR on Dredge because that is probably everybody's goatee right now. Like that, that game is immaculate. That and like Pizza Tower or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's it for me. 
what a what a year. Pizza Tower. We got Pizza Tower, we got Dredge, and we got Resident Evil. What have we done? What have we done to deserve this all? And then I'll forget about all of them when Zelda comes out. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zelda will spit in all their faces and rub dirt in their hair. Um, no, it's not going to do that. Why would Zelda do that? Zelda's a nice game. About fusing. You guys excited to fuse? What? You what? Frost doesn't watch gameplay trailers. No, he doesn't. He just spoils the ending? Yeah, he just yeah. spoils the ending. <laughs> I watched watch trailers years after, after the game's out. That's when I watched the trailer. There you go. That's perfect. Um, so yeah, check out all that stuff. Check out uh, the website, as always. And ton, tons of... Uh, Wonderful uh, written content. I'll have a bunch of stuff up later this week uh, for that. And then, uh, yeah, Lampy, later tonight, I'm going to be streaming more uh, Skyward Sword on my personal channel. So check that out. That'll be later in the evening. I'm going to tell you, opening four hours of that game, not bad. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what Skyward Sword's got in store for me. But have you never played it so before? Uh, I've never finished it, no. Um, I'm, I'm getting close to the furthest I've gotten in the game. So we'll see. Gotcha. Um, it's, uh, there was too much waggle. There was too much waggling going on. Oh. Like this. There's too much doing this. Okay. Wish this. Well, Wish this. That was a waggle. Casting spells out here. Casting spells. Expect a projecto. Uh, once again, thank you guys waggling. so much. We waggling. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, this was Recap Episode uh, 28. Uh, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Frost. And uh, thank you to everyone who donated, everyone who watched, all the all the patrons, all the members. We really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, and tune back in in about 80 minutes. Uh, those two will be back uh, playing uh, Have a Nice Death. So we'll see you then. The game Bye, about my time at the airport. Have a nice death.